Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, 
and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your host and guide, Jojo Pamaria and Saroma. And on December 21st, 2020, Jupiter and Saturn will have a meetup in the part of the sky known as Aquarius. This long-anticipated and powerful conjunction marks humanity crossing the threshold into a new age. Now, elementally, November is a third and final water month of this year. And its number, 11, in numerology holds the high vibration for divine inspiration and manifestation. Through five live broadcasts and accompanying videos, I'll support you in your moving into a new time, creating a new world, and welcoming a new age in human history, beginning tonight with New Age Cleanup. But first, just a reminder that when I'm broadcasting live, you can listen through the phone at this number, which is area code 563 999-3089. I'll also upload a video of this broadcast, hopefully by Tuesday, on my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. And you can ask questions or share comments on my Facebook page, Wisdom Walk Radio, my Facebook group, Wisdom Walk Supporters, or you can also go to my website, which is www.wisdomwalktoselfmastery.com. Or, of course, if you're watching this YouTube, you can leave questions or comments in the comment section below. But right now, I ask and invite you to sit or lay back and join me for an exploration of the inner landscape where we can connect to our souls, and discover the true treasure of being human. Wow, we have arrived at the beginning of November in this 2020 transit. We just had that blue moon, full moon, Halloween moon in the sign of Taurus, which was squaring Uranus, and so it's it's been a pretty pretty tight time. Some expected stuff definitely happened to me, and I'm sure to a lot of people out there. But we are coming to this closing out of this incredible transformative year, and so it's important that we stay the course and stay clear about the fact that we are moving into a new age and a new time. So I want to open up my show, as I always do, by honoring the ancestors. And as I promised, I want to take a moment and pay tribute to a man who died in October who was a wonderful, wonderful leader in the movement for peacemaking and who was just a bright light at every ritual that he attended that I did. And his name was Carl Lansness. And Carl saw himself as a postmodern Don Quixote. His uh, um, handle for his email address is, we need a dream. Uh, And he was that. He was a dreamer. He was um, a native to Madison, Wisconsin, went to high school there, went to college there, 
uh, also went to college out in California, and he's one of the people responsible for inkjet printers because he worked for Hewlett-Packard for many, many years. Now, Carl also battled with depression, as many, many people do, but that didn't stop him from taking up his higher purpose, which as a water person that he was, was all about peacemaking, always about mediating, seeing the middle ground, and also, too, being that carrier of the emotions and helping people move into emotion. And so that's why he saw himself as this Don Quixote, the bringer of a dream, and also practicing. This is how you go about the dream. He had incredible courage. Can you imagine what it's like to go to an official um, public meeting of the city council and where you decide, I'm going to show up with these giraffe ears or a little giraffe um, stuffed animal and tell people that, yeah, I'm doing this because when the giraffes have the biggest hearts and the biggest ears on the planet, and so when I show up like this, it means that I'm open. I'm open to hearing both sides. I'm open to finding a win-win solution and contributing to that. And that's exactly, exactly what he did. And so um, Carl would send out these wonderful emails because he was brilliant. I mean, just genius. And he sent out these wonderful emails to talk about what he was doing or to ask people to come to a gathering or even come and get on the river with him. He was a keeper of, um, you know, protecting the rivers in Madison. And so he um, would send these emails. And so I have this wonderful collection of his emails. And in one of them, he does a rewrite of the lyrics of the song, The Impossible Dream, which, of course, comes from the musical Man of La Mancha. And I just want to share with you a couple of the stanzas of that um, song that he rewrote. And so Carl said, to dream, he calls it the now possible dream. And he says, to dream the now possible dream, to face the fierce fear far within, to embrace with strong, soul-filled courage the pain that many call sin, to love what we've tempted to hate, to seek gifts hiding deep or afar, to trust the power within us to reach the now reachable star. Yes. And so... Join me as I invoke the spirit of Carl and all the ancestors, because, boy, do we need their help and support to get through this week coming up and to do it in that very loving, hope-filled, and dreamlike way that Carl so beautifully demonstrated in his life. Creator, Mother, Father, God, source, all the one, all that is, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for your blessing and your mercy in our lives and for yet another opportunity to open up our hearts, our minds, and our spirits to your greater will. Mm. Creator, we ask and thank you for the blessing of the ancestors, and we're going to call upon them because we are facing a very challenging week here in human history, here on the planet, and especially here in this country of the United States of America. So ancestors, 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 we are calling out to you because we need your help, your wisdom, your guidance. 
We want to be able to keep moving forward. We want to be able to embrace the love over the fear. And so we want to be able to be very conscious of when we're falling into hate and anger and frustration and to shift out of that and to see past and to see through that which is only an illusion to the truth of how the universe works. And so ancestors, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up and being of service to us at this time, keeping us grounded, keeping our hearts open, keeping our minds open, and trusting, trusting in a greater order and direction. And, of course, Creator, we thank you for this. In the name of all that is holy, I say amen. Ashe, ahoasah, bismillah, and so it is. Ashe. So elemental and astrological support for you this week. We just came out or coming out of a nature week. We'll finish it up on this Tuesday. Yeah, interesting. And, of course, nature is about change, right? Great change. And so on Wednesday the 4th, we move into a mineral week. And here's the opportunity. It's about remembering your purpose allowing the power of love to remind you of whom you truly are, what you really want to do, have, and be in your life. Follow your heart and soul to take the necessary risk to experience your true power and uniqueness. Yeah. So here's the distractions, the things to stay away from. Number one, choosing to stay in confusion. Yes, confusion is a choice. And if you experience confusion, the first thing you can do is say, help me, I want to be out of this. I need my clarity. So call on your clarity. Next, engaging in melodramas. Exactly. You know, it's not worth the time or the energy. You want to move out of, you know, the feel sorry, the oh, my God, and into, okay, what's next? What's next? What do we do next? Next, taking on problems and challenges that you have the ability to tackle but which are not for you to do because they're not in alignment with your higher purpose, right? You want to really stay clear this week. Next, the fear of failure. Stop it. Let it go. The way the universe works is we only are brought that which is needed to help us grow, evolve, and move forward into the truth of who we really are. And then last but not least, procrastination, yeah, which, of course, comes totally out of fear. And so if you find yourself being stuck this week, remember, you have a purpose. There are people depending on you to be in the truth of who you are, and the time for that is now. So next Wednesday... 11-11, yeah, yeah, very, very powerful day. That begins a water week, and I call it a double water week, maybe a quadruple water week because we're actually in the month of November, which is a water month. And it's going to be a time for lovingly releasing, yes. And I'll remind you all about that in the next broadcast and video. Now, moving right along into our elemental, I mean, our astrological forecast and insights, here's what I found from uh, several of the astrologers that I um, pay attention to. 
It says, November 2020 brings us the final Jupiter-Pluto conjunction and the first eclipse of the season. November is also when Mercury and Mars finally go direct. Yay! And this is from Astro Butterfly, what I'm sharing. She says, the intensity of the last couple of months will continue to increase and will eventually reach a peak in mid-November, after which we'll finally get to relax a bit. The good news is that the incredibly tense and far in fear-inducing Jupiter-Pluto conjunction, which we've been going through all year, will soon be gone. And from the second half of November 2020 onwards, she says we will finally see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Now, this is going to be, and we know this, a highly intense, week and astrologically it's the same because mercury is taking center stage what that means is some harsh realities about COVID-19 and civil unrest will continue to challenge us to choose love over fear so today we have mercury retrograde in Libra and it's square to Saturn in Capricorn and remember I told you a square is like not imbalance, there's opposition, there's disruption, it's not good energy. So you may be feeling some of that. Then on the third, Mercury goes direct in the sign of Libra. And Libra is a sign of partnership, of balance, you know, so again, messages, right? Mercury is a great messenger. So those messages will now start to really move out, really move out. So that's on the third. And then on the sixth, Mercury now going forward, it's out of retrograde, it is back to being square with Saturn in Capricorn. So that's going to be, that's going to be interesting. Another wonderful um, shamanic astrologer that I like, her name is Alina Stevens, and she says, during this somewhat volatile week, check in with yourself regularly to determine how you personally feel inside instead of relying on what others are projecting. That's really important. She says, this is a good week to start the process of inventory on what is in your life that you are still obsessively plans, the nature of a relationship, old desires and dreams, daily habits, expectations you placed on others, worries, etc. And she asks, how would your life feel if you were free of all that? So step back, take a look at your life from a place of neutrality. Just as an observer, it may shed some light on where the work is, meaning your personal work is right now. And I, of course, will leave links uh, to these astrological insights in the description box below this video and also on my Facebook page. Another reminder about Earth Day, and so here in November, it's going to be the 22nd. And again, I hope you are continuing to cut down on your use of paper and plastic, staying mindful of your use of your fossil-fueled-powered car, if you have it, committing only to essential use. I encourage you to go to the Earth Day website and check out their updated link and I will flash this website on the screen. It's www.earthday.org backslash take action now. 
And again, you'll become more familiar with their campaign to really wake people up to how important it is that we each do our part to make sure that this planet is habitable for the seven generations coming after us. So for the rest of my broadcast and video, I want to share with you the following. Here's my overview. I'm going to give you an explanation about the age of Aquarius. Then I'm going to talk about new age cleanup request. Of course, I'll leave you with some contemplative questions. My quote for tonight comes from the wonderful lyrics by Jerome Ragney and James Ratto, who wrote and starred in on Broadway, the musical Hair. And the music was written by Galt McDermott, whose son I got to meet because he played trombone in the school orchestra that I was in playing flute. Yeah, really cool. When Hair came out, it was a really, really big, very unconventional. It was like the Hamilton of its time. Everybody wanted a ticket to Hair. And it was very powerful in its statements about this great awakening and unfolding that was happening to young people in this country, and especially because of the Vietnam impact of the Vietnam War. And so many of you may know the song, The Fifth Dimension, um, made it very popular. And it says, when the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, then peace will guide the planets and love will steer the stars. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius, the age of Aquarius. Yeah. So let's talk about astrology being used to look at the ages of humanity. Uh, this use of astrology is one of many ways that humans have marked the evolution of consciousness. And so this belief system starts in 10,800 B.C., and it begins in the sign of Leo, and it moves all the way up into the sign of Pisces. Yeah. So just to give you an example, the age of Leo, which was 10,800 B.C., um, and it lasted until 8,600 B.C., because most of these ages are going to last about a 2,000-year period. Um, this was thought to be the Great Golden Age because this is when the Ice Age ended. Climate began to warm up on the planet, and that's why this Leo, right, because Leo is associated with the sun. So if you look back during that time period from artifacts and, you know, historical things that were left, we see that the cultures of the world during this time worship the sun, the ruler of Leo. So solar gods and deities were paid the highest respects during this age. Also, cat worship, lions in particular, also became prevalent. Now, the age of Pisces, which is the age that we as humanity are leaving out of, that started at Zero. So this is the break between what was called before the birth of Christ, or now they call it BCE, and then after the birth of Christ, which I think is called CET, like common, common times or something like that. So for this 2000 period, 
It introduced the concepts to humanity of surrender, compassion, kindness, charity, empathy, and sacrifice. The higher purpose of the age of Pisces is the understanding that separation is just an illusion and that we can become whole again when we reconcile the ego and the soul, or you can think of it as the yin and the yang parts of our psyche. And in some Native American wisdom, indigenous wisdom, they call that period the age of separation. Yeah. So, again, that understanding of that. So, leaving out the Piscean age, we come into this age of Aquarius. And Aquarius is a very interesting sign because it's a water bearer is the symbol. But that was um, from the Greek and Roman times, a uh, symbol of this young man that, you know, Zeus liked. And so he allowed him to come and be the pourer of the water for the gods when they're sitting around talking on Mount Olympus. That's what his job was to do. And um, out of that, we associate Aquarius with air, you know, with things having to do with air. And so you'll hear people talk about age of Aquarius as a time when technology really, really takes off. And, of course, we can see that evidenced all around us. Um, including like what you're experiencing from me right now, you know, all of this communication that's in the air. Um, Aquarius is also about higher knowledge. Um, Aquarius is about moving out of it's just about me and into thinking about others, considering other people, about the we. Um, And as the lyrics in the song said, you know, love will fill the planet, like it's a time for us to come together, because, right, we're moving out of the separation period of Pisces, and it's a time for a coming together of humanity. And if COVID-19 has done nothing else, it really has given us an irrefutable, irrefutable evidence that we are globally connected. Because COVID started out in China, and it found its way to Wausau, Wisconsin. Yeah. So, um, you know, here we are. Here we are now. We're really at the threshold of this new age and moving into this new time. So all month long I'll be talking about, and really it's kind of I'm doing a review of the navigation points that I shared all year long about getting through the 2020 transit because Again, everything I was sharing, and this was before COVID shows up and Black Lives Mattering, what I call the new civil rights movement that erupted, um, before those things came. But, again, the astrology was pointing to, like, this is our time. This is our time to get ready for great change. And it definitely has shown up. So let's. Start, I'm starting with clean up because um, today is a water day the 1st of November, in a water month. And uh, we're moving out of a water week. And so I wanted to start with the element of water, and that's all about cleaning up. And what this new age is asking us to do, requiring us to do, in fact, is to clean up the past. Yeah. So this is a time for you to really look around you 
look around yourself physically and metaphysically, meaning look inside yourself. What is it that you need to let go of in order to make room for the new? And we all can do that. We know we got some old baggage. We may be holding on to something we want to, you know, keep believing that no longer works, something we want to keep doing that no longer works. That time to look at that. Also, you want to think about the fact, again, like I said, we're moving out of just it being about me, just my ego, to where I need to consider other people. That's what social solidarity, you know, keeping that six feet distance is about. I need to consider others. Even if I feel like I don't have COVID, I should be able to go and do what I want to do. No, you have to consider other people. And so think about that. Who or what in your life are you not considering enough? And for many of us, it starts with us. We may not be considering ourselves enough. We may not be including ourselves enough. Yeah. And if you're not including yourself, it's very hard for you to think about and include others. So, again, cleaning up that, you know, leaving yourself out, dismissing yourself, and dismissing others. You know, this is a very challenging thing as we've experienced all year because there's been a lot that's been let go of. I mean, if I just take about the school system, right, look at what's had to be let go of in regards to children going to school and in, in regards to teachers doing their work. Look what's had to be let go of just in terms of getting physical exercise. You know, my YMCA is still closed. Pool is closed. You know, so there's so many things that we were doing that we have to let go of. And then there's these things in regards to what we've been doing in our lives, what we've been thinking, what we've been feeling, and we've been asked to really let go what cannot support this new that's coming in. And even though we don't know what the new may be, we know that when something is old and worn out, and ain't got no use, yeah, it's got to go. So here's the contemplative questions for you this week. Number one, what do you have to release to make room for the new? And if it's easier first, start with the physical. Look around just your bedroom, you know, or, or your living room, and look and see what are the items there that really don't have a use, that are just taking up space. And then do that with your internal house. What thoughts, what beliefs, what ideas are just taking up space, don't need to be a part of your psyche, a part of who you believe you are anymore. Yeah. can be very freeing. Next, are you willing to consider others and understand that not cleaning up impacts everyone around you? You don't want to be like Pigpen in Charlie Brown. And you can Google that if you don't know who I'm talking about. Or you can also read it in the first chapter of my book. <laughs> and then last but not least, what support do you need to help you release and move forward? What is the support you need? Because we don't have to do this alone. I would say always first call on the ancestors and say, ancestors, help me. Help me know what it is I have to release or help me really be able to release it, you know, 
And then what other supports do you need so that you can be cleaned out by December 21st and really step through and step over that threshold into a new age? I will leave this personal challenge in the description box below this YouTube video. Also, I'll post it on my Facebook page. And if you haven't already, I invite you and ask you very humbly to subscribe to my YouTube channel, hit the bell for all notifications, and thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So closing out tonight, again, with welcoming my wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and a big, big thank you to her and the entire Black Hole Be Well family. Shout out to my regular listeners, and I need to let you know that my number one fan, Miss Sarah, is in the hospital right now. She unfortunately had a fall, broke her hip, had to have some surgery. So she is recovering well. She's recovering well, but she could definitely use prayers, your loving thoughts, and warm wishes for her to get through this. She is going to be 96 this month, and she is just remarkable. So thank you. Thank you for thinking and sending good thoughts for Miss Sarah. To all of those who have wisdom walk with me and you know who you are, to my family, my spiritual kin, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and those who may be listening or watching for the first time, thank you, thank you, thank you. I couldn't do this work without your support. Next week, I will continue my November theme of welcoming the age of Aquarius with New Age Open Up. The book, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, Ancient Wisdom for Transforming Pain, it's available through um, Amazon and Kindle and I think Walmart. I even saw it on eBay. People are selling it on eBay for more than it was when it was first published. So cute. Um, but, yeah, I think my book is also a really good support to helping us move into that age of Aquarius because it's all about learning how to transfer, I mean, transform rather than transfer your pain. And then last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me, keeps my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this work with and for all of you. Now, have a very powerful mineral week, remembering your purpose. Again, COVID is no joke. In Wisconsin, it's out of control, so please wear your mask, practice social distancing, wash your hands, be mindful of when you're going out and why you're going out. Keep it down to essential as much as possible, and embrace the science safety, not perceived safety. Just because you know someone doesn't mean that they don't have COVID. They could have it and not know it. So take precautions. It is important. And most importantly, please remember you are not disposable as a human being. In fact, you are divine. Good night now. I hope you enjoy Convergence, and, and thanks again for sharing this part of your lives with us. It's been a real pleasure.